Anyone who's not established his relationship with Nityananda Prabhu is understood to have spoiled his valuable human birth. Such a human being is actually an uncontrollable animal. Because he never uttered the holy name of, of Nityananda, he has become merged into so-called material happiness. What can his useless education and family tradition do to help him? Ahankare mata hoya nitai para pashariya asatyere satyakorimani nitai yer karuna habe braje rada krishna pabe daro nitai charana dukhani Being maddened after false prestige and identification with the body, one is thinking, oh, what is nityananda? What can he do for me? I don't care. The result is that he's accepting something false to be truth. If you actually want to approach the association of Radha Krishna, you must first achieve the mercy of Lord Nityananda. When he is merciful toward you, then you will be able to approach Radha Krishna. Therefore, you should firmly grasp the lotus feet of Lord Nityananda. Last verse. Nitai yer charana satya tahara sevaka nitya nitai para sada koro asha. Narotama bodo duki, nitai more korosuki, rago ranga chara ner pasha. The lotus feet of Nityananda are not illusion, they are a fact. One who engages in the transcendental loving service of Nityananda is also transcendental. Always try to catch the lotus feet of Lord Nityananda. This Narotam Das is very unhappy, therefore I am praying to Lord Nityananda to make me happy. My dear Lord, please keep me close. In another song, Narottam Das Thakur says, Haha Prabhu Nityananda Premananda Suki Kripa Bolo Kanakoro Ami Bolo Duki. My dear Lord Nityananda, you're always joyful in spiritual bliss. Uh, because you're always relishing Krishna Prema, I'm approaching you because I'm I'm very unhappy. So if you kindly put your glance, Kripa Bolo Kana Koro Ami Duki, I will also become happy. So this is the principle of darshan to get the, the glance of the Lord. So I'm going to read a little bit from uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, just uh, just a few verses from the Adi Lila, which establishes the tattva of Nityananda Prabhu, and then I'm going to. Uh, Paraphrase a little bit that I gleaned from this book that Atogovinda kindly lent me, Sri Nityananda Charitamrita. This is a compilation uh, by a devotee named Ishwara Das of various writings of Vrindavan Das Thakur. There's not an actual book, Nityananda Charitamrita. He just called it because it's a compilation of various things that Lochan Das Thakur has written. Who I believe was a disciple of Nityananda, Vrindavan Das Thakur, I think. Okay, so this is the Adi Lila, Chaitanya Charitamrita translations. Nice divine grace, Srila Prabhupada. Let me offer my, my obeisances to look. First, let me offer my several obeisances to all the Vaishnava, glories of the Lord. Mancha Kalpa, Turubhyasta, Kripasindibi Evata, Patitanam Pavane, Vyobhashinavi, let me offer my obeisances to Lord Nityananda, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose opulence is wonderful and unlimited. By his will, even a fool can understand his identity. 
All glories to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all glories to Lord Nityananda, all glories to Advaita Charya, and all glories to all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I have described the glory of Sri Krishna Chaitanya in six verses. Now, in five verses, I shall describe the glory of Lord Nityananda. The Supreme Personality of God Krishna is the fountainhead of all incarnations. Lord Balaram is his second body. These two are one and the same identity. They differ only in form. Lord Balaram is the first bodily expansion of Krishna, and he assists in Lord Krishna's transcendental pastimes. That original Lord Krishna appeared in Navadvita as Lord Chaitanya, and Balaram appeared with him as Lord Nityananda. May Sri Nityananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Sankarshan, Sheshanaga, and the Vishnus who lie on the Karana Ocean, Garba Ocean, and Ocean of Milk are his plenary portions and the portions of his plenary portions. Lord Balaram is the original Sankarshan. He assumes five other forms to serve Lord Krishna. He himself helps in the pastimes of Lord Krishna, and he does the work of creation in four other forms. He executes the orders of Lord Krishna in the work of creation, and in the form of Lord Shesha, he serves Krishna in various ways. In all the forms, he tastes the transcendental bliss of serving Krishna. That same Balaram is Lord Nityananda, the companion of Lord Gaurasundra. I have explained the seventh verse in four subsequent verses. By these verses, all the world can know the truth about Lord Nityananda. Now, it's interesting also that Lord uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami was inspired by Lord Nityananda in a dream to go to Vrindavan and write this Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, Lord Nityananda is very important. I surrender unto the lotus feet of Sri Nityananda Ram, who is known as Sankarshan, in the midst of the Chatur Vyuha, consisting of Vasudev, Sankarshan, Prajumna, and Anibuddha. He possesses full opulences and resides in Vaikuntha Loka, far beyond the material creation. Now, there's a quite an extensive description of um, the spiritual world and so on, so um, the expansions. Briefly, um, there are so many, of course, everything is an emanation from Krishna. There's nothing but Krishna. Krishna and Krishna's energies, absolute truth. Uh, but, and without going into so many details, which I don't have knowledge of, but there are so many expansions of Krishna, but fundamentally there are two categories. They're the personal expansions. They're called the Svamsa. Amsa means like a part. Svamsa means a, a, a personal, a complete, or a plenary expansion of Krishna. Plenary means complete. And in the, in the Brahma Samhita, uh, Lord Brahma says, Dipartar eva hidasantanyam abhipeta dipayate vidatehetu samana dharma the light of one candle being communicated to other candles. It's the same, but there's an original candle. The power of subsequent candles lit by that original candle is the same. 
but there's the original candle. So Krishna is the original candle, but his plenary or complete expansions, his spamsa, plenary portions, uh, first is Lord Balaram or Lord Nityananda. And because Krishna is simply enjoying loving pastimes with his intimate devotees, and the whole manifestation of the material cosmos is um, originally starts with Lord Balaram, who expands into the three Purusha avatars, Bia, the Chaturbhuhas. I mean, it's, it's very kind of elaborate and complicated, and I can never keep track of all these different expansions. But Balaram really is the source of all the manifestation of the material world, which is ultimately an act, great act of Krishna's mercy to facilitate the living entity's you know, desire to try to enjoy separately and thus become purified by being frustrated in our endeavors. But this is all originally um, a manifestation of Lord Balaram. And Lord Balaram, as Dhiradatta Prabhu is going to speak about tonight, the original guru, um, he's the Supreme Personality God of Servitor Godhead. Krishna is the worshipable Lord and Balaram is the worshiper Lord. And this is the principle of Guru Tattva, that the, the Lord manifests himself as a devotee. And as, as the greatest devotee, Krishna Das Kaviraj writes in the early, in the Ayurveda, in the very beginning, that he manifests as the greatest devotee. This is the spiritual master, Lord Balaram is the Adi Guru. So he's the greatest servitor of the Lord, facilitating, as Krishna Das Kaviraj is here, facilitating the Lord's pastimes. So, so Lord Nityananda was born in Eka Chakra, and I had the good fortune last 2012 when I was there to go to Eka Chakra. It's a very quaint little village. And uh, the actual bus ride there is quite austere. The roads are horrendous. And I was convinced the bus was going to fall over. We were on this one very tottering, I don't know what it is, if the, the, the floods or whatever, but the road is just unbelievably crazy. And the bus was just, you know, we had a full, but we had like, I don't know, there was about, I don't know, maybe seven of those old clunkety buses that they, you know, they had this whole pilgrimage where a bunch of devotees from my, we were all in Mayapur, and then we all went early in the morning on these buses. And uh, I just remember at one point the bus was, we were leaning over <laughs> so far, I thought for sure the bus, and I was bracing myself for the devotees that were going to fall on top of me because <laughs> the bus was falling over. So anyways, but when I was there, I think the temple is complete now, but they were just in the midst of constructing a beautiful temple in Eka Chakra, the Iskand Temple. They already had a guest house constructed, and uh, which is very much in line of what Prabhupada, you know, he wanted the guest house in Mayapur constructed even before the temple to facilitate the devotees. So, anyways, it was very, very mystical place. Um, you really can't put your finger on it. You know, you're just, you're there but you're really in this mystical place and, and it's not very developed. It's just a very simple place. And I remember just going around, but I, the, the, uh, there was a tree. I don't know if this was the exact place where Lord Nintendo appeared, but there was a tree where his umbilical cord was buried. So this was very considered very high 
octane spiritual potency. So I have some dust from Eka Chakra that I will distribute to all the devotees so you can get the dust of Nityananda Prabhu. So Eka Chakra is in a place called Radhadesh, which is in West Bengal. It's about, the bus ride was, was a good six hours. And um, we had, you know, we had nice kirtan. We, we went around and visited some of these different spots and then prasadam. But it was a very austere trip. And we were only there for a couple hours. Most of it was it was in a it was a one day trip. You know? Yes, but since that was from Calcutta or Mayapur. From Mayapur. <clears throat> now, as the crow flies, it's probably you know what a couple hundred miles or something. You know, but by as the Indian bus route goes, it was a six hour. So. Uh, so that's Eka Chakra, and his parents, Nityananda's parents, was Hadai Pandit was his father, and Padmavati was his mother. And one of the interesting things about his childhood is that even without any education of any sort, he was enacting all these leelas, Krishna leela, with his friends. They were, and, and Ram leela also. So they would play, that was their childhood play. He was choreographing all these pastimes of Krishna and all the, the 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 elders in the village were scratching their head. How does he know about all these Leelas? And at one point Lord Nityananda said, These are all my pastimes. How can I not? Yeah, so. And uh, as he grew up, Hadai uh, Pandey and and uh, Padmavati were very attached to Lord Nityananda. And it's described how Hadai Panda would never let Lord Nityananda out of his sight. Whenever they were doing anything, he was always looking back, you know, to see if Lord Nityananda was, was there. They were so captivated by Lord Nityananda. But as providence may have it, a, of course, they were a very, very religious family. And, you know, the culture of honoring uh, a traveling mendicant and sannyasi and trying to satisfy them is, is very you know, ingrained deeply in the culture. So it's described a very, a very attractive sannyasi came to visit Eka Chakra. And Hadai Pandey and Padmavati served him very nicely. And he was getting ready to go. And, uh, and he said, I have, one re- I have one request. And Hadai Pandey was, yes, it's my duty to fulfill the desires of sannyasi. And he says, I want to travel to visit holy places, but I have no companion. I need a nice Brahmana companion. Will you please allow me to take your son, Nikananda? And I remember years ago, I, I was mentioned, we were at uh, Monday night when we had Advaita Acharya's little mini festival. We were talking about Jayapatak Maharaj and his ecstatic classes regarding Chaitanya Leela. So I remember years ago, Jayapatak Maharaj was describing this Leela. And, you know, of course, his his health condition now doesn't facilitate it. But back in the day, he was well known for his very ecstatic, loud uh, descriptions of these Leelas. So <laughs> I remember he was given a class. And when Hadai Pandit heard these words from the sannyasi, I want your son to accompany me. And Rajat Shagmaraj says, No! 
you know, you know, he says, my Nityananda, how can my very life, my very soul, you know, how can you take my Nityananda from me? But he was torn because, you know, the duty, you know, he's the duty of just fulfill the desires of sannyasi. So he was just, they were devastated. And we get these, these descriptions of the Leela of separation from the Lord, like when Krishna was leaving Vrindavan, when Akrura was taking Krishna. And, and you know, the, the devotees are literally, you know, their hearts are being ripped from their, from their chest because of feelings of separation. Of course, you know, the, the, the highest understanding is that that is the, the most uh, uh, intense way of thinking of the Lord, human separation, Vipalamba Baba. So, but, uh, so Hadai Pandit uh, consulted with Paramavati and they finally relented. We have to let him go, but, but we might as well, we're signing our death warrant, you know, we're, we might as well give up our life. And I remember when Jayant Dakmar was describing this and when the sannyasi took Lord Nityananda with him, Hadai Pandit was looking as they were walking, walking, and then as they finally, as you know, over the landscape and they, their figures disappeared, Hadai Pandit fell unconscious. <laughs> and later on, he, he passed away and God was, he died of a broken heart, you know, but that was, it's not the pain of the, uh, the anxiety that we experience when our attachments are, are cut, but, but rather it's the, the, the condensation or the, uh, bringing to a head the most uh, complete or deep absorption in Krishna these pastimes. So uh, now I, I was a little confused because when uh, in this book it's describing now when Lord Nityananda went on pilgrimage, he traveled extensively, but I can't, I couldn't ascertain if this sannyasi was accompanying him or he was accompanying the sannyasi through all these travels because it didn't sound like he was accompanied by the sannyasi through this, but he was extensively traveling, visiting holy places. And uh, eventually he comes to Nilachala, Jagannath Puri, and um, falls unconscious in ecstasy, seeing Lord Jagannath. And, uh, and then he decides, well, actually along the way, somehow or other, he meets Madhavinda Puri. And Madhavinda Puri's a uh, disciple of, of prominence of Madhavinda Puri's disciples was, was Ishvara Puri, which would, who turned out to be Lord Chaitanya's guru. So Lord Nityananda and uh, Madhavinda Puri, they spent a number of days together and they were, the description is like they were just totally intoxicated in Krishna Prema and they were having all these discussions of Krishna Kata and um, but then eventually he, he, Lord Nityananda ends up in Vrindavan and he was waiting for the time when Lord Chaitanya was going to manifest his opulence of spreading the Sankirtan rule because the, the initial phase of Lord Chaitanya's Leela was that you know, he was Nimai Pandit. He was a scholar, he was a grammarian, logician and so on. But he didn't, until he went to Gaia and um, is that when he took sannyas and Gaya and Kesavapaj? No, he got initiated from Ishvara Puri. Um, and then when he came back, you know, devotee, you know, because 
it was funny because all the devotees, they were devotees of, of Krishna, but Lord Chaitanya was playing this Leela of being a scholar, like a, a uh, and he wasn't exhibiting his uh, Krishna Prema. So when he came back after being initiated by Ishvara Puri, he was saturated in Krishna Prema, and then he became, and he started to manifest the Sankirtan movement where he was having all these kirtans with the devotees and Navadvip. And at the time, Navadvip was steeped in scholarship. We mentioned this, I think, when Advaita Acharya's appearance day that, I mean, it's hard for us to understand, but back in those days, scholarship was the, um, the thing, just like now we, we just, you know, we have this Super Bowl, which was, you know, like the big thing, you know, people's sports, you know, and, you know, but back in, in those days, scholarship, having great debates of great scholars, these were like the champions. These were the, yeah, you know, so having, you know, football posters, uh, football player posters in your bedroom, you know, it was the, the heroes were the, the great scholars. Scholarship was considered. And Navadweep was the center of scholarship, just like we have. Um, you know, very famous cities um, like the Ivy League schools, Harvard and Yale, and, you know, they're very, they're well known, or in, in England, Oxford, you know, they're well known for their education and scholarship. You know, anyone who gets a degree from Harvard or, or Yale or Oxford, they're like, wow, you know, impressive, you know. So, Navadweep was the center of scholarship, and, and Lord Chaitanya was playing this Leela. Of being a scholar. So eventually after he came back from Gaia and started manifesting his uh, Leela of Sankirtan, spreading the Sankirtan movement. So then Lord Nityananda who was waiting in Vrindavan, then he, uh, through transcendental arrangements, understood that it was time now for them to meet. And when Lord Nityananda came to Vrindavan, he stayed at Nandanacharya's house for a few days before. And Lord, uh, Lord Chaitanya was telling the devotees, a great personality has arrived here in Navadvip. Soon you will you know, meet him. And so Lord Nityananda was in Nandanacharya's home. And he was, it's so funny because when we hear about Lord Nityananda, he's literally intoxicated with Krishna Prem. And the characteristics of people when you see intoxicated people kind of stumbling around and this and that. Lord Nityananda was always, it's, you know, he's like an elephant, like a maddened elephant, intoxicated. And he was just intoxicated with Krishna Prem. And so he was in Nandanacharya's house and he was sitting down and he was just totally intoxicated in Krishna Prem. And Lord Chaitanya brought the devotees. But Lord Nityananda, he was so intoxicated, he, there, there wasn't an immediate connection because he was so intoxicated in Krishna Prem and then when he finally realized that Lord Chaitanya had arrived and then they were embracing and falling falling unconscious you know in ecstasy and crying everybody's crying all the time and these they're just crying and in, in, uh, in ecstasy so now something that uh, you know there's a lot in here there's I can't possibly I, and I didn't have time to read the whole thing but but for, for myself and maybe for all of us, um, you know, the Leela, which is so prominent that we hear so much about with Lord Nityananda, it's the deliverance of Jagayamadai, of course. And why it's so um, 
you could say personal, why it touches the person, because we've we've come from such backgrounds that that cause us so much difficulty in, in devotional service. I mean, our, our the baggage that we bring with us due to our past and the the environment or the atmosphere of Kali Yuga that is that we're enveloped in, it's so distracting. And so from, from the external, there's so much distraction. And then internally, we have so much residual uh, conditioning that is very, very difficult. Um, anyone who's stuck around for any period of years uh, will attest that it is not easy to, to sustain a life in devotional service. And as Prabhupada said, don't be surprised who uh, leaves, be surprised who stays, because it's very, very difficult. Without the mercy of the spiritual strength of Nityananda, not possible. So um, it's always very um, important to reflect, especially on a day like today, that you know how our deliverance is, especially because of our backgrounds. Now, we talk a little bit about Jagai Mara. They actually born uh, in very aristocratic Brahmin family. They were, um, and it's interesting because also Ajamya was also had a very pious birth and and childhood, but due to bad association, Ajamya fell from his Brahminical principles. So in the same way, Jagai and Madai, they were actually very, they were born in very aristocratic Brahminical family. And, uh, they were actually cousin brothers. There's a personality, you know, I think it was Subananda Roy had two sons. Um, can't remember their names off the top of my head, but this Subananda Roy had two sons and Jagai was the son of one of those sons and Madai was the son of the other. So they're like cousin brothers. And their, their original names were Jagannath and Madhava. You get Jagai was Jagannath and Madai was Madhava. And uh, in Lord Chaitanya's Leela of preaching Krishna consciousness, as I mentioned in that song, you know, chant Krishna, worship Krishna, and teach others about Krishna. So this is the instruction Lord Nityananda had, had given to. Uh, Lord Chaitanya had given to Lord Nityananda and Haridas Thakur. They they were like a trans. They were sankirtan partners. Just like back in the day, we used to have sankirtan partners. We'd go either travel with or you know go out regularly. So these were the sankirtan partners, Nityananda and Haridas Thakur. And uh, Jagai Mada, the description of Jagai Mada is they were the most sinful. They were uh, they used to rob everybody. They would. They were killers of Brahmins. They used to set fire to people's homes. They would steal from their homes and they would set fire to their homes. They were rapists. They were gnarly dudes. And uh, one day when Lord Nityananda and Maharidas Thakur, there was a big crowd. Uh, Lord and, and, and Jagai and Mada, they used to fight with one another too. They Not only would they beat up other people, but they used to pull each other's hair and curse at one another and fight. So addicted to wine, you know, they were drunkards. 
So uh, Lord Nityananda and Haridas Thakur, the, the uh, Lord Nityananda's mood was, um, you know, Lord Chaitanya's glories, Lord Chaitanya was not respected so much. And Nityananda was thinking, if we, if we show the mercy of Lord Chaitanya in delivering these most fallen, this will glorify Lord Chaitanya. That's a nice meditation, you know, you know, to glorify Prabhupada, you know, by delivering the Jagas and Madais of, of Tucson, which there's no shortage of. I live downtown in a building of low-income folks, and uh, there's a few Jagas and Madais there, myself included. That's probably why I'm there. And actually, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, in San Diego years ago, somebody's um, not here, but she would know all these people. We did a drama, a play of this deliverance of Jagai and Madai. And uh, yours truly was Madai. <laughs> the most, the one who actually hit Lord Nityananda. Kaviraj, um, if anybody know, he was Jagai. And uh, a devotee named Rupa Raghunath, who was very tall. He was Lord Chaitanya. And most fitting was uh, Vaikuntha. You know Vaikuntha from Alachua? He was Lord Nityananda. And Lord Vaikuntha, he's this really compassionate, very loving devotee. So it was like character, we call character actors, you know, so. Um, so when, uh, when Lord Chaitanya, or when Lord Nityananda and Haridas Thakur approached uh, Jaga and Mari, of course, they were chased. They were, even in their intoxicated state, State. It's described that they, they were running after Lord Chaitanya Lord and, and Haridas Thakur, Lord Nityananda and Haridas Thakur, and they were a little out of shape. Jagai Mada described that they were fat, and they couldn't catch Lord Nityananda and Haridas Thakur. But in the, in the midst of this chase, Nityananda and Haridas Thakur were having a conversation about um, uh, their preaching tactic, and... Uh, um, who was it? Was it Haridas Thakur was beaten, you know, in 22 marketplaces. And Nityananda was saying, or no, Haridas Thakur was saying, like, I made it through that, but now I'm, I'm going to be killed by these, these drunkards, you know. But then they were laughing. They were having, they're, they're being chased by Jagaimada and they're having these, this dialogue. Um, and, uh, and, and at one point, Lord, you know, Haridas Thakur is like, why am I with this madman, Lord Nityananda? <laughs> he's, he's, he, this is, this will be my end, you know. Like that's what he was saying. Like, you know, I made it through the, the beating in the twenty-two marketplaces, but now I'm going to be finished because of this madman, Lord Nityananda, has got me entangled and Jaga and Mada are chasing me. So, um, anyways, so they, they didn't get, they didn't catch him. Lord, Lord Nityananda Haridas Thakur reported back to. Um, Lord Chaitanya, the the uh, the Sankirtan report of the day, and uh, and Lord Chaitanya was incensed, you know that you know how dare these you know drunkards, and uh, and Lord Chaitanya said something to the effect, if they ever you know offend my devotees, I will kill them, you know, with my chakra and so on, so. Um, but then later, again, some sometime later, I don't remember how many days later it was, when they approached uh, Jagai Mada again, and that's the you know the the infamous or famous, depending on how you look at it, when Mada hit Lord Nityananda with the clay pot, 
Lord Nityananda was bleeding profusely, and the uh, the townsfolk, you know, immediately alerted Lord Chaitanya. Lord Chaitanya immediately came with the Shudarshan Chakra, and it's described that Lord Jagai stopped Madai from hitting Lord Nityananda again. He was Madai was going to strike again, and Jagai stopped. So that act of stopping Madai from hurting Lord Nityananda again, that was sort of his deliverance. When, when Lord Chaitanya heard, first he came with his chakra, he was ready to you know, kill them. But when he had heard that Jagai had intervened and stopped Madai from a second attack, then Lord Chaitanya says, because of that service, you know, I will deliver you, I will give you love of God. And then Lord Chaitanya embraced Jagai, and through that embrace, he said he invested himself into the body of Jagai, his mercy. And then it's, uh, the description was that Jagai and Madai were so tight, they were one. Their piety, their impiety was one. So seeing that the deliverance of Jagai, Madai had a change of heart. But Bhartetana was not, he says, no, you have offended Nityananda. And Madai was pleading, you know, you're the most merciful, please, you know, be merciful unto me. And Lord Chaitanya was, no, you have offended Lord Nityananda. You must beg for forgiveness from Lord Nityananda. So, of course, Madai did fall at Lord Nityananda's lotus feet. And again, an embrace, the transference of Krishna Prema and the embrace of these exalted personalities, Madai was delivered. And um, after that, actually, Lord Chaitanya invited uh, Jagai Mata after their deliverance. They invited them for, for uh, Kirtan back at whatever the house of Lord Chaitanya was staying at. And Jagai Mata actually became very exalted devotees. They were um, very repentant, which was, which was very interesting too, because it's the same thing with the Jamio. When a Jamio was was the intervention of the Yama, uh, the Vishnu Dutas with the Yama Dutas. When Ajamil realized that he had been saved by the mercy of the Holy Name, by the mercy of the Vishnu Dutas, he was so repentant of his past uh, sinful behavior. And Prabhupada writes in a purport, he said, this is the beginning of one becoming a pure devotee, that one is always feeling very repentant about one's past. So there are these prayers, I'll read some of these prayers, because these prayers of Madai, it, Lord Chaitanya declared that whoever hears these pray, prayers uh, will become devoted to my lotus feet. So here's a few, um, few prayers from Madai after he was delivered. And they actually, Lord Chaitanya instructed them um, to... Uh, clean and decorate the bathing gods for all the pilgrims. And that way they would receive the blessings because Madai was like, how am I ever going to be delivered? I've offended so many living entities. I, I, how will I ever be able to be forgiven for all these offenses? And Lord Chaitanya, or Lord Nityananda, or Lord Chaitanya, one of the two, instructed them to serve the Vaishnavas by decorating and cleaning the bathing gods. And then Madai actually dug his, uh, a god, and, and uh, there's a description that the, the ruins of that bathing god are still 
uh, in existence. But I guess what I wanted to emphasize before I made these prayers was that the relevance for us is this forgiveness that Lord, Lord Nityananda, his compassion and his forgiveness. Uh, Ranas Maharaj was given a class and he was describing uh, regarding forgiveness. There's a there's a verse. I don't know if it's Chanaka Pandey or who it is, but he said that the beauty of a Chakora bird is their sweet song. Uh, the beauty of a woman is her chastity. Uh, even a ugly man becomes beautiful if he's a learned scholar. And the beauty of a saintly person is their forgiveness. So this jewel-like quality of forgiveness and tolerance, really tolerance, forgiveness, they're synonymous. Um, um, sometimes we think of tolerance in terms of just tolerating maybe extremes and weather or something, you know, but forgiveness, Prabhupada writes uh, in the uh, purport in the Gita, where he said that one should tolerate the minor offenses of others. And, and uh, in the material world, just by nature, uh, it's a place where we step on each other's toes. That's just the way it is that we have. We've all come to the material world with a desire to exploit. Prabhupada writes in the 15th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, the last purport. He said there's, uh, there's two weaknesses of heart that must be surmounted. The first is the desire to lord it over material nature. That's the first weakness of heart. And the second is one as one increases one's desire to lord over material nature, one becomes attached to material possessions. So, um, lording it over material nature includes lording it over other living entities. You know, not just the, you know, inert matter, but wanting to uh, dominate, control uh, other living entities. So, that's our, we're predisposed to that, our very descent into the material world is that you know we want to lord it over. So inevitably, even coming into the association with devotees, we're coming with this baggage, and we tend to uh, uh, exhibit that undesirable tendency. So we commit offenses and, and we make mistakes. And there was one uh, I can't remember who it was. He was saying that the bridge back to God is forgiveness. Not only, or, or in other words, to be forgiven for our sins, we have to forgive others. And they're you know, like in the Bible, that what is it, the Lord's Prayer? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So our deliverance for our transgressions is to be very forgiving, you know, and, and tolerant. And that jewel-like quality was especially manifest in the, in the character of Lord Nityananda in that he forgave Jagai Madai. So we'll end with hearing some of Madai's prayers. Quite a few here. Placing straw in his mouth, Madai prayed, O oh Lord, as Vishnu, you maintain the entire universe. As Ananta, you hold innumerable universes on your heads, hoods. You are the epitome of devotional service. Lord Shiva and Parvati always remember you. You bestow devotional service unto yourself to everyone. There is no one dearer to Lord Chaitanya than you. You chant the glories of Krishna with your unlimited mouths. 
You teach people that devotional service to the Lord is their only duty. The great sage Narada forever sings your glories. Lord Chaitanya is your only wealth. You punish the atheists and you are the master of all those who relish devotional mellows. You know the internal mood and mission of Lord Chaitanya. By seeing you, Mahamaya became worshipable. The innumerable universes desire the shade of your lotus feet. You are the foremost devotee of Lord Chaitanya and the origin of pure devotional service. You are everything to Sri Chaitanya. You are the omnipotent personality of Godhead. You are the companion, friend, resting place, umbrella, and life and soul of Sri Chaitanya. No one is dearer to Krishna than you. You are the origin of all the incarnations of Sri Gaurachandra. O Lord, you deliver the fallen souls and you destroy the lies of the atheists. You always protect the Vaishnavas and you teach everyone the principles of Vaishnavism. Lord Shiva and Parvati, as well as millions of chaste women, worship your transcendental form as their very life. Worshiping your form destroys one's material bondage. It is I who injured your body. By adoring your divine form, King Chitraketu became the foremost Vaishnava and thus lived a, lived a happy and prosperous life. People in innumerable universes meditate upon your transcendental body. I am so sinful, I tried to harm your body. Service to your divine form freed the sages at Naimi Sharanya, headed by Shanaka, from material bondage. Being envious of this body, Indrajit was destroyed. Being envious of this body, Vivida was killed. Jarasandha was destroyed because of offenses to this body. Because I cut this body, I have no hope for good fortune. What to speak of wounding you simply because of insulting your transcendental personality, you crushed Rukmi, the brother-in-law of Lord Krishna. Ramaharshana Sutta, who had a lifespan equal to Lord Brahma, disregarded you by not welcoming you and was burned to ashes. By insulting you, King Duryodhana was killed along with his entire family. By providence, renowned devotees could easily know you as the cause of all causes. Queen Kunti, Yudhisthira, Bhishma, Vidura, and Arjun confirm your, your supremacy and greatness. By neglecting you, one's life is doomed. Then, where will I, the most sinful person, go? While, while praying in this way, Madai floated on an ocean of love of God. Falling to the ground, he placed the lotus feet of Lord Nityananda on his chest and continued, O Lord Nityananda, you are the protector of the surrendered souls. You are the wealth, life, and soul of Madai. All glories to the son of Pamadvati. All glories to Nityananda, the treasure of the Vaishnavas. All glories to the most blissful Nityananda, who is never overcome by anger. It is befitting to forgive a person who has surrendered unto you. I am the most abominable dog-eater and ungrateful ass. O oh Lord, please forgive all my offenses. So this, and then he finishes his prayers and uh, Nityananda Prabhu says, Get up, get up, Madha, you are my servant. I have manifested myself in your body. Can an affectionate father become upset if his child hurts him? I took your striking me in this way. Anyone who hears your prayers to me will become devoted to my lotus feet. You are the recipient of my Lord's mercy. As far as I am concerned, I do not even take a hint of your offenses. After saying this, Nityananda Prabhu embraced Madai. All of Madai's miseries vanished at once. 
Madai again caught hold of Lord Nityananda's feet and begged, My Lord, I have one more request. You reside in the heart of every living entity. I was envious of and violent toward many such living entities. I don't even remember those who I have hurt. If I could recognize them, I could apologize to them all. I wish that those who I have offended would somehow forgive my offenses. Oh, my Lord, if you kindly tell me how to accomplish this, I will forever remain grateful to you. And that's where Lord Nityananda told him to clean and decorate, cleanse and decorate the bathing gods. And then he will receive the blessing by served by that Vaishnava Seva. He'll receive the blessings and be forgiven for his sins. So we can meditate on Lord Nityananda uh, developing this quality of forgiveness as Lord Nityananda so gloriously exhibited. Thank you very much. All glories to Lord Nityananda. All glories to the Samadhi's.